Are we conditioned as Americans to underachieve? We used to brag the word American was Amera I can. Pretty interesting, isn't it? We no longer see that, do we? America, I, you can't even say America. I mean, Colorado State University says in their language guidelines, don't say American, it's not inclusive. What? <laughs> I know, I hear you. I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. But we as a nation are being conditioned to underachieve. And I want to talk about just one of those ways here today on the Common Sense Show. I'll come back at a later time and I'll do a whole expose on this. And you're going to go, holy crap, Batman, this is really bad. Yes, it is really bad because the great losers are individuals who will get to their elderly years and have great regret for what they did not accomplish. We always will have those regrets. These people will have a lot of them. And it will cause anxiety, depression. It's just, I think there's nothing worse than a life wasted. Ladies and gentlemen, when we take a look at the question, are we conditioned to achieve? Before we answer that question, I just wanted to tell you that we are brought to you by thefederalmillionaire.com. A man wants to share his journey with you on a video about how he learned how to make money from federal rent check fund of $11.1 billion. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Let's get down to brass tacks here. I could start with the media, and, and the media is really a big culprit here. How many TV shows are like this? The person you love, the hero of the show, is getting just to the point where they're going to win the big prize, accomplish the big promotion, break out of the doldrums, and they just fall short, and they go back to where they were. Happens all the time, doesn't it? And how many times as you see a TV show with highly successful people in it, with good characters, get canceled and the storyline remains incomplete? The show Colony was such a show. Oh, did it piss people off when they canceled it? Because they canceled it without any kind of closure. USA, I'll never watch anything they do again over this. But the real place where this event goes on teaching underachievement is in our public schools. Do not blame the teachers. For the most part, do not blame the administrators. There are a few people that come up with these nonsensical, unresearched programs, and some are counterproductive to student achievement. Most are dragged along, and in our hearts, teachers and administrators know what we're doing is a bunch of nonsense. There's a new trend in the education system today. Johnny cannot fail. It's bad for his self-esteem. And I'm watching school after school move into this paradigm. And if I had a kid in this school, in fact, my kid just graduated from a school that's implementing this the year after his graduation. But if they would have done this, he would have been out of that school that year. You can't fail. Some schools go halfway. The lowest grade you can give on an assignment as a teacher would be 50%, even if they don't turn in the assignment. You're saying, Dave, I've kind of been out of touch with education. My kids are grown. Yes. Or if you're 25 and you've been out of school for a while and you haven't started your family yet, yes. This is real, folks. This is happening in big numbers. The lowest grade is 60%. In some cases, it's 50%. What does that teach a kid? I can be a complete and lazy and utter slug. And it doesn't matter. I'll still get the D. 
I'll still get my diploma. And oh my gosh, what's that going to do to the value of diplomas? And how are schools, colleges, universities going to evaluate candidates? Well, they really can't. So they'll have to depend entirely on ACT and SAT testing. And guess what? Poor people are going to have to come up with money for their kids that they don't have to do the ACT and SAT testing because the research shows you got to take it more than once to do your best job. And then, of course, there's the training programs for, oh, just more money for the establishment. Gee, I wonder if that's a motivation behind this. Because I'm telling you, we'll go strictly to SAT and ACT admissions. I've talked to college admissions officers on this. They're not going to come on this show and admit this, but they tell me privately, Dave, we're not going to be choice and we're going to get quality uh, applicants and admit them. We have to make sure their institution actually has a grading system that means something. Is this teaching underachievement? Yeah, and see, the big loser is the colleges and universities, yes. The big loser is society, yes, because we're producing undereducated people, which I think is the ultimate goal by the establishment. But the biggest loser is the individual who doesn't fulfill their potential. There is a time when each one of us, I don't care if you're in athletics or you're in English class, you need to have your ass kicked. You need a good swift kick in the seat of the pants, metaphorically speaking, to buckle down and do the job. We've all had it. I remember my sister, honor student at a university. I remember she was a sophomore. My dad says, no, you're not going to that party. You're going to stay here and you're going to study for this test. Well, dad, the test is about that. He would have none of it. She was 19. See, where are those values gone? Oh, yeah, Billy, go ahead. Go out and stay out all night. 3 a.m., no problem. Hey, you can still get a D in that class anyway. This is breaking down discipline in our society. This is breaking down achievement. Now, yeah, there'll be 10% of the kids that'll work hard no matter who their teacher is, no matter what their circumstances are. They'll seek to rise above and maximize their own potential. That's about 10% of the population. The rest of our kids are up for grabs, people, and we're allowing school boards and administrators who want to stamp their name on a resume and say, look at the great program I developed so they can move up the administrative ladder. Now, listen, this is not most administrators. This is a few. And some of them, because of groupthink, are feeling pressured into doing this because everybody else is doing it. And if you're competing for kids, and kids know if I go to school A, i got to really work for what I do, or I can go to school B and I can be a slug in classes I don't like and I'm still going to get a D, where do you think the kids are going to go? And then you lose students, and then administrators can lose their jobs. I've broken it down for you pretty clearly, ladies and gentlemen. I am so glad I'm not in education at that level anymore. I have a real problem with education at the at the university level with the social justice warriors and the politically correct language and the fact that they think they can tell you how to feel about certain issues and you're not allowed to debate climate change. You can't talk about God. Well, okay, that's a problem. But at least by the time the kids get to that level, the majority of them are going to have the potential to succeed. I'm talking about kids are going to be denied their potential to have a chance to succeed. Which side of the coin do you want to be on, America? Who's going to produce kids that are going to invent anything in large numbers? I've talked about this before on this channel. Have you heard me talk about this? The average kid in China, the number one chosen occupation, is an astronaut. The number one choice in America is to be a video blogger on YouTube. Hey, there's nothing wrong with doing that on YouTube. I do that. But see, I've had life experiences that have helped prepare me to do what I'm doing. 
coming out of college, I wouldn't be able to give the presentations I give and talk intelligently about any of the issues of the day because I was still learning about them. And I was well-educated, and I still didn't know crap, and I had to go through life's experiences. So this is not the way to be raising our kids. Oh, you think it is? Oh, we can't have Johnny fail because it's bad for his self-esteem. How about when Johnny can't hold a job because his academic abilities stink? How about when Johnny can't afford to pay the bills for his family because he can't find meaningful employment and he'll be one of the 25% of Americans that can't afford a bank account because they don't have enough money? Or the 60% of Americans that can't absorb a $400 car repair bill? In case you haven't heard, even though President Trump has done great things with the economy and turned around a lot of the excesses and nonsenses and socialism of Obama, we still have a lot of people struggling in our economy. There's a retail apocalypse going on right now, and the haves and have-nots are still widely divided, much the same as they were when Donald Trump came into office. Yes, he's provided opportunities for blacks, Hispanics, and women where they're employed at the greatest rate ever. They've had some of the greatest economic increases ever. But as a country, we're still not where we were in 1990. We're not even close. People often have to work about 55 to 60 hours a week to match the 40-hour salary they would have gotten in 1990. And what's going to happen to people who are coming out of high school who don't have a competitive edge, who haven't been kicked in the teeth and suffered or stayed up until 3 a.m. to study for an exam or get together with friends and say, we're going to make ourselves learn this no matter what? Where's that stick to that resilience that's going to be needed as a country to win the next war, to fight for our own survival? to make sure our republic endures. Where is that spirit going to come from? You see, the World War II generation had it. By God, they had it. And how about the Founding Fathers? They had it. And this generation's being taught, it's okay, Billy, we'll just pat you on the head and everything is going to be just fine. Oh my God, people. People, please wake me up. Slap me in the face. Tell me this isn't true. And let me just share this with you, too. Our kids need good teachers, but I can't recommend the profession to anybody. They know what's wrong. I talked to people I taught with for years. They know what's wrong, and they just scratch their heads at the insanity that they're forced to go along with. See, education now has become a story of specialized programs instead of teaching kids what you really know, helping kids discover the joy of learning. That's what education has evolved into. And I can't recommend it as a profession to anybody. And it's a shame. I loved my early years in it, but I was left alone and then given appropriate guidance when needed. But I was allowed to teach what I knew. Today, oh no, you're teaching a history class? By day three, you must be on this one day. Well, what if I have expert ex uh, knowledge in an area and I wanna spend a little extra time teaching that and I'll cut somewhere else? Oh no, you can't do that. We're in the cloning system of education. See, so not only are we depriving our kids of their potential, we're depriving teachers of the potential to share the most of what they know. It's a failed system. And these kinds of policies, these socialist policies, are wrecking our kids' futures. Demand a change if you're in a school district that enacts these kinds of policies. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share this on your social media, and we will see you back here again next time.